Welcome to American Education FM, everybody. I'm Dr. Sean Brooks. Welcome back, everybody. I have two very quick education sort of national stories to bring up. And I'm going to cover them very quickly because it pretty much goes without saying how ridiculous they both are. But after that, I've got a great deal of jab things, including a nursing home situation, which I think is not necessarily unique to where I live, but it was in the local newspaper here. And unfortunately, is uh, I think just emblematic of the larger picture of, of what's going on regarding these jabs, specifically in nursing homes. Because again, I, I don't I don't want us to lose sight of the fact that the nursing home genocide is still taking place. The number of people, of course, that are running these institutions and the influence that exists over these institutions are brainwashing all of the employees, and the employees are continuing to roll out these jabs because, as we know, they believe the variant lie. They believe the virology lie. They actually think that all of the jabbed who are already jabbed who live in these nursing homes are receiving some variant, and that's why they're getting sick, when in fact they have a completely compromised immune system from the shots themselves, and they actually believe that more shots are the answer. It can't get clearer that the easiest way to implement a depopulation agenda is to trick people into believing things that are not real. And then you guide their hand because they are blind to where their hand is actually going. And then their hand, of course, is on a syringe, and then it ends up just willfully giving what they believe to be the solution to these problems directly into people. It's uh, it's a sad state of affairs. That's putting it mildly, but that's what's going on. And then I have a, uh, a lot of other jab-related things to bring up, including some pretty standard corruption, I think, regarding the publications of a lot of these papers. And then I have a, just a couple of posts from greatawakening.win, one particular story at the very end, which I'll read, which I think is rather funny, about a couple of neighbors having a, a confrontation. But also, I, I want to end on a positive note regarding how and why we're being exposed to all of this. Because I have no doubt that there are white hats behind the scenes showing countless people what's really happening. That doesn't mean that dumb people and brainwashed people still aren't going to operate within the constructs of their own matrix. We know that that's going to happen. And it's going to happen right to the, right to the bitter end. But allow me to get into these education stories here very quickly. The first one it's so ridiculous, and again, it's, it's a perfect example of the kind of story that I've brought up in the past, and Sicily sent me this. This is from Minnesota, and it's uh, originally uh, written by The Federalist, but it's, it's titled, Minnesota Poised to Ban Christians, Muslims, and Jews from Teaching in Public Schools. Now, there's a little more to it than that, and it's a rather long article. I'm not going to read the entire thing, but I'll read some points of it. It says that new licensing rules in Minnesota that require teachers to affirm students' transgender identities will meet immediate court challenges from civil, civil liberties advocates. So the reason that they're saying poised to ban Christians, Muslims, and Jews is because some, some individuals within those particular sects of people have decided to, uh, of course, come out, about the trans, uh, come out in, 
opposed, I should say, to the transgender stuff and the pronoun stuff and, and all of that, which is fine. And that's exactly what should happen. But now, again, their own Department of Education in Minnesota is trying to normalize this and make this, again, a part of the licensing program. And that if they don't do this, then they'll end up losing their licenses or they won't even get one in the first place. This, again, should show people that not only has Minnesota lost the plot, not only has their Department of Education lost the plot, but both organizations, both government organizations, separately and collectively have lost it. This is not a line of work that's going to survive. You've heard me say that time and time again, and I'm going to keep bringing that up because I think that 2023 is going to be arguably the most detrimental to the entire education landscape than in previous years. Yes, 2020 was bad. 2021 and 2022 were awful, but now the chickens are coming home to roost. And again, that will lead into something that I'll bring up a little bit later, but uh, this line of work will not survive. So let me continue here with this article just a little bit. Well, as you would expect, I should say this too, that there's no way that this isn't going to receive scrutiny, legally speaking. And of course, it already is. And in the moment that it was even mentioned, and let alone put forth, they were already being sued and courts are challenging it. And that's apparently going on right now. Um, the fact that they're allowed to do this, allowed to push forth something so ridiculous, when clearly other states are banning the use of the pronouns and the this and the that, and the whole LGBT alphabet soup agenda, not to mention specific districts themselves are saying, we're not doing this. No teachers have to acknowledge a kid's pretend name. That's not going to happen. We're not sharing bathrooms with, uh, with opposite sex individuals, same thing with the sporting events, so on and so forth. But this right here, again, is just more proof, I think, that the light is coming on and the cockroaches are coming out. They have nothing left to hide. Again, if you were to reverse time 10 years ago, they were hiding much of this kind of behavior. Now it's out in the open so much so that they actually just think that this is commonplace. But the, again, the fact that they can do this and not receive any kind of repercussion as a result of even thinking about something like this, let alone putting something forth that is so unconstitutional, astounds me. It just blows me away. Um, it says here, quote, Christians, Muslims, and Jews need not apply for Minnesota teaching jobs. This is what one particular individual regarding the state, uh, here we go, Doug Seaton, president of Minnesota's Upper Midwest Law Center said. It says uh, the state agency that composed the changes disputed that they would effectively ban religious Americans from teaching in Minnesota schools though a spokeswoman uh, through a spokeswoman on Wednesday it says it says the spokeswoman did not respond to a follow up asking how Christians Jews and Muslims could adhere to their faith while complying with the licensing requirements that all new teachers publicly reject their faith's declaration that God has created only two sexes male and female so again, that's the entire connection. We, of course, have heard and seen these particular groups come out opposed to the whole alphabet soup agenda. We know that that's continuing to happen, which is fine. 
even though many in other areas are supporting it, regardless of their religion or religious affiliation. And uh, yeah, I, I just think in, in summary, it just shows the, the brazen behavior of, of these education, quote unquote, groups, which, as we know, are indoctrination groups. And as you've heard me say again in the past, I'm just going to keep saying it, that these are not environments for the civilized. These are officially 100% environments for the brainwashed. Because again, if a teacher were to ever bring forth the truth in a classroom, all it takes is one parent complaint and that teacher is gone. Two parent complaints, they're really gone. Three parent complaints, they'll never teach in that district again, maybe not even within the state. That's, you know, that's Bolshevism, as you've heard me say too. And and that's going to continue to be the case, not just at the K-12 level, but certainly within the brick and mortar, if not potential online avenue within uh, higher education. But just to read some of the specifics here from their proposed law or proposed uh, requirements here, they they have a few snapshots of it in this article, and it's a, one of them anyway says the following on their page twenty. This is their parameter letter D. It says the teacher fosters an environment that ensures student identities such as race, ethnicity, national origin, language, sex, and gender, gender identity, sexual orientation, physical, developmental, emotional ability, socioeconomic class, and religious beliefs are historically and socially contextualized, affirmed, and incorporated into a learning environment where students are empowered to learn and contribute as their whole selves. It says the teacher understands and supports students as they recognize and process dehumanizing biases, discrimination, prejudices, and structural inequities. Uh, and then that was point E. And then point F says the teacher communicates verbally and nonverbally in ways that demonstrate respect for and responsiveness to the cultural backgrounds and differing perspectives learners bring to the learning environment. Again, to, just to summarize, all of their professional responsibilities, all of these parameters. There's no way that a teacher with a brain would be able to move within a classroom environment logically without fear of being fired. All it would take, again, is a series of these brainwashed students themselves, let alone the surrounding staff members, to attack the teacher who has a strong head on their shoulders, knows that all of this is nonsense, just wants to teach their subject and then go home and maybe challenge students a little bit, but ultimately just teach their subject and go home. It's just an unworkable environment. It's going to back up on that individual teacher eventually. It's only a matter of time. That's why, the, that's why again, even in the rare case these days, would a teacher ever make it to 30 years and then retire in this line of work? Even if they move around the same state, and even if they stay within Again, the, uh, the actual business of education for enough years to actually retire and live off of a pension, I, I think that the odds of that are so slim these days that the state of Minnesota is clearly trying to make that impossible unless, of course, you dye your hair all the rainbow colors, you cut your genitals off, and you tell students that they should do the same. And then that becomes, of course, the entire subject of your class. 
which is really the larger problem. And that really is the larger motive is that it's not an actual subject that's being taught. It's just pedophilia and perversions. And I, again, I can't emphasize that enough. The people that are waving the rainbow flags, wearing the rainbow flag masks on their faces, as they walk around afraid of air inside of their own automobiles, it, these are pedophiles. They identify themselves. Again, whether they have the, the rainbow flag backgrounds or the rainbow flag icons on their social media, wh whatever it is, they are not standing up for logical thinking people. They're standing up for individuals that are 100% fine with pedophilia, brainwashing, and mental illness. And that is not fine. Again, you've heard me say that too, is that, and it's been written about at length by countless people, that when you support those things, that's what you're supporting. You're also supporting, of course, the long-term consequences of those individuals that engage in those behaviors, which again, as we know, ultimately leads to sexual abuse, neglect, drug abuse, suicide. I mean, the brainwashing is enough, but all of those other extracurricular activities, so to speak, that impact a person's life, that's equally as bad. And that's what people are supporting when they support agendas like this. So we can't give them any quarter. We can't give them any room. I think it's ridiculous, again, that they even attempted to do something like this because, again, they know what they're doing with the wording. And the lawyers that are pushing this, of course, we know where they stand on these issues or else why would they take up the case? Why would lawyers actually put something like this forth and then defend it and say that this is constitutionally okay? It's just not. Again, they don't want anybody to talk about anybody's religion, nationality, migrant, or refugee status. You know, if you're a school teacher in Minnesota, you're a slave. But you're not a slave to anything that's real either. You're just a slave to lies. I don't know how else to put it. It's sad, and uh, yeah. So again... Out of uh, Minnesota and on to Arizona, leave it to the fake governor, Katie Hobbs, to at least attempt, I should say, to remove the school voucher program, of course, that allows state money to go to parents so that they can use their tax dollars any way they see fit regarding their child's education. Uh, again, as even their news report stated in this particular article, there's no way that that's going to end up happening. There's a Republican-led and Republican-run legislature. So, you know, she can say whatever she wants. She's not the governor of Arizona. I would be shocked if it's not completely overturned in Arizona. She knows that she lost. She knows that she was involved in the fraud over there. So, yeah. Anything regarding education when it comes to these whack jobs, I'm telling you, they're, they're, they just aren't hiding it anymore. They're openly saying it in rooms full of people with a thousand cameras on them. That should show everybody the shift that has occurred here in society, again, in particular over the last 10 years, but certainly over the last, what, six? At least the last six years, four to six years, it's completely shifted to where, again, they, they just don't hide and they're not afraid of hiding. And they aren't afraid, again, to put forth things that are completely illegal, completely immoral. They just, they just don't care. And I, again, I, I would assume that that's going to continue, and we have to assume that that's going to be the case.
Speaking of, again, people that are ignoring things that don't seem to care, or at least not paying attention to things that they should care about, this right here is going to lead to a larger article that I'm going to read, which again has to do with the nursing home situation. So I'm, I'm shifting away a little bit from the education aspect. I'm getting now into the jabs and the current situation of what's going on with this. Again, of course, it's always education related because these people aren't thinking anymore. They just aren't thinking. And they're not, uh, they're, they're not relying on even a fraction of what they may have learned in school, let alone anything that they've learned along the way since they've left school. And you would think that these individuals in the health professions would learn as they continue to work, but, uh, but they aren't, which is unfortunate. And I know it's not all of them, but it is certainly, I would say, the vast majority. With that said, the parallel to the education business is very similar because, as you've heard me say, it's the teacher who refuses to continuously learn, but more importantly, unlearn and cease learning what they were once taught and understand that the vast majority of that is a full-blown lie. Those teachers who refuse to unlearn are the most dangerous, whereas the ones that continuously learn and continuously start to dive into the past and dive into history to find the real answers, only then can they apply their newfound knowledge into the present time and operate appropriately. So just to kick off this particular uh, nursing home story from a local aspect, this is, of course, happening on a more national aspect here. This comes from teachersforchoice.org of all websites. But it says New York healthcare workers fired for declining COVID shot when in court. Now, again, you would think that nurses around the nation would know that endless New York health officials, in particular nurses, are on strike because they A, don't want to take the shots, B, are overstaffed and being abused, and having to work longer hours, even though they're receiving maybe a little bit more pay, they're still demanding even more pay. But again, it all surrounds itself around the issue of not wanting to be jabbed. And now, these New York health workers, again, have won a massive lawsuit here in court and I want to read this, too, because it's re it is rather short, but it's an, a, a nice little summary here. And again, this had to do with uh, a lot of help from the Children's Health, health Defense also. It says the following. Today, and this was on uh, January 13th, but it said, Today, Judge Gerard J. Neary ruled the COVID vaccine mandate for New York healthcare workers implemented by Governor Katie Hochul is arbitrary, uh, capricious, null and void, and cannot be enforced. It says this means that the healthcare workers should be reinstated to their jobs. However, we can be pretty sure that Katie Hochul and Attorney Governor, uh, I'm sorry, Attorney General uh, Tish James will be appealing this decision, which may pause the ruling from taking effect until the appeal was decided. It says Judge Neary repeatedly stated that the COVID vaccine does not prevent transmission and therefore does not serve the purpose put forth by the state. Attorney Gibson uh, is also my attorney and the lead attorney in Kane versus de Blasio, as well as New Yorkers for Religious Rights, I'm sorry, Religious Liberty, 
versus New York City. All of these cases are backed by the Children's Health Defense. It says this victory is a very good sign for teachers and educators who have been fired for declining COVID vaccination, as it is also a good sign for all fired frontline workers as well. And then it has the judge's decision right there, which of course can be read in its entirety. The simple fact that the individuals who work in these same lines of work don't know that there are judges who have ruled against the jabs, against the people who are excluding the unjabbed from working. They don't know that that all means the jabs don't work, the jabs are deadly, the jabs are dangerous, and they need to be removed from all lines of employment and not be given to anyone because they don't work, because they are dangerous, because they are killing people. This is well known now. The problem is, is that many of these work environments, in particular the healthcare, work, healthcare environments, don't understand this. And this, again, is the larger issue, which I want to get into right now. This was from, again, the local, well, I, I should put it this way. This is from my local town newspaper, but it is inside a tri-county newspaper in southwest Ohio. This is a lengthy article, but it will again show how brainwashed these people are. And ironically enough, in the very next article right next to it, it describes how Miami University, the university town where I live, that they're receiving exceptional, uh, I don't know, some stupid award, you know, exceptional uh, academic awards or whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, there's no one here. The campus is empty. It's empty. People are not on these college campuses. They are getting sick. They are dying. They are choosing not to go because they don't want to take the shots. But don't worry. For some reason, someone is giving the local university an award, it's some arbitrary award. That right there should tell people also that the entire award and back padding industry is completely corrupt. But let me get into this article regarding the nursing homes, because this is very disturbing, and this, again, continues to, to prove something that we've known for a very long time, and it's something that we've, of course, paid attention to throughout this entire time. But this isn't going away. And I wanted to read this in its entirety because I want people to understand that this is happening still to this day, and it's only getting worse because the brainwashing isn't being eliminated. The title, of course, is Coronavirus, and then below that, the title of the article written by Samantha Wildow, or Wildew, I don't know, staff writer for the local paper here, which I should add has been relegated to just basically a one, sh one sheet of paper. That's how, that's how filled with garbage the local newspaper is, but anyway. Uh, it is titled, Booster Shots Encouraged as Nursing Home Faces Renewed COVID-19 Outbreaks. Here we go. Deep breath. Quote, prior to COVID's wave of Omicron, see, the first sentence is a lie. There's no such thing as Omicron. It doesn't exist. It's a, it's a pretend made-up name. Sorry. It's going to be very hard for me to get through this. It continues, 
It says researchers found increased staff vaccinations at nursing homes correlated with fewer COVID-19 cases and deaths among residents, according to a recent study published in the Journal of the American Medical Association. That's not true either. It continues, it says, Dozens of nursing homes in southwest Ohio are currently facing active COVID-19 outbreaks. So booster shots targeting those Omicron strains are being emphasized for everyone, patients and staff, to help reduce the, the risk of severe COVID infection or death. Joke's on them. They're just going to get sicker and sicker and sicker, or more sick, I should say. This is, this is the problem. Right there. Those two paragraphs that I just read are the largest problem, I think, that is occurring right now, is you have these cults of individuals working within a very tight environment, and they're just continuously poisoning themselves without knowing that what they believe to be the cure is, in fact, the cause of their illness and death. And ladies and gentlemen, they're going to die. The staff members who continue to be jabbed and the people that they are jabbing within these nursing homes are going to die. That's it. There won't be a nursing home anymore. But we also know the agenda to try to kill off the elderly. That's well in play too. But you need the brainwashed in order to carry out the plan. Because without them, it doesn't happen. It continues, and it says, quote, a direct quote from someone, Everyone should get the updated booster said Dr. Becky Thomas, an area medical director in the public health sector. Researchers found between May 30th and December 5th of 2021, there were fewer COVID-19 cases and deaths among residents as well as fewer cases among staff when more nursing home staff members were vaccinated. That's not true. That's impossible. In a secondary analysis of the Omicron wave, fake, from December 5th of 2021 to January 30th of 2022, increasing staff vaccination rates were not associated with lower rates of adverse COVID-19 outcomes in nursing homes, according to the study. Well, then there you have it. I'm going to reread that. Increasing staff vaccination rates were not associated with lower rates of adverse COVID-19 outcomes in nursing homes, which means the shots don't work. Increasing vaccination, quote-unquote, has nothing to do with lowering the adverse outcomes. Oh my God, it's right here. It's like they're reading it backwards. I don't think I'm reading it backwards. I think I read that right. It says researchers in the study said policymakers may want to consider longer-term policy options to increase the update or the uptake rather of booster doses among staff and nursing homes. The contradicting that's going on and contradiction that's happening right now is astounding. It says doctors and health professionals have said waning immunity from the primary series of vaccinations has led to more COVID-related deaths among individuals who have some type of vaccination, leading to more emphasis on booster shots, 
that became available in September that directly target strains of the Omicron variant. Ladies and gentlemen, every paragraph in this is an abomination because they don't even hear what they're writing anymore. They just said that waning immunity is existing from receiving the vaccinations. That's called AIDS. And their solution is an emphasis on booster shots and that that will increase their immunity. No, the first two, three shots you took wiped out your immunity. Taking more isn't going to make anything better. Again, it's in their own writing right here. So this staff writer doesn't even know what they're writing. Peter Van Runkel, executive director of the Ohio Healthcare Association, said the focus on booster shots has shifted more toward the residents of nursing homes. Wonder why that is. Kill program. Says the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, and the Centers, uh, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, CMS, have been promoted promoting updated vaccinations toward residents more than nursing home staff, he said. Previous regulations from CMS covered staff, he said, which included CMS requiring staff at nursing homes and, I'm sorry, that participate in Medicare and or Medicaid to get vaccinated, but not booster shots. He said, quote, the regulation was written before we had a lot of attention on boosters, the bivalent booster in particular, Van Runkel said. Approximately 48% of nursing homes voluntarily reporting detailed vaccination data are up to date with COVID vaccinations, including the bivalent boosters among their residents, according to the Centers for Disease Control. Ohio is lower than the national average sitting at 41%, according to the CDC. When looking at staff, about 10% of staff at nursing homes voluntarily reporting data have received a bivalent booster shot or completed their primary series in the last two months. Quote, they've shifted the focus because residents being older people in most cases have various medical conditions that makes them more susceptible to negative outcomes from COVID. Joke's on you. They're going to receive more negative outcomes from the jabs. It then says they've really put the focus on protecting them, quote-unquote, Van Runkel said. Again, joke's on you. The emphasis on uh, these people, they're not going to be able to walk down the street. I'm telling you what. I'm telling you what. I'm shocked that family members are, are serving I mean, the only reason that they would is because their own family members are brainwashed, but they're serving their, their elderly family members right into a slaughterhouse. These nursing homes are slaughterhouses. Uh, it continues. I'm halfway done. It says this emphasis on getting residents of nursing homes vaccinated comes at a time of widespread public skepticism in the COVID vaccines, he said. Quote, I think it's increased relative I think it's increased relative to the boosters because what we've seen over time is that being boosted doesn't necessarily keep you from getting covid Van Runkel said unquote well wait a minute 
earlier in the same article, you push the boosters because you say that immunity wanes. And so you have to get more boosters to increase your so-called immunity. And yet, you just admitted that the booster shots don't work. Again, th- this, this brings in something else, which I know has been written about too, and it has to do with the cognitive decline among those who are jabbed. The cognitive inability for people to just not think clearly anymore and make sense with what, with, what they're, with what they're doing and what they're saying. Ladies and gentlemen, if a jabbed person cannot comprehend anymore, what makes anybody believe they're going to be able to read a stop sign or accurately interpret a stoplight at an, at an intersection? I mean, we know that people are having trouble with that too, but in this article, the very individual is contradicting themselves on an ongoing basis, and they, they, don't, they don't know it. My God. Uh, it continues. He said, national entities like HHS have been trying to shift the message to saying that while COVID vaccinations and boosters don't necessarily keep individuals from getting COVID, the shots do protect against severe cases, hospitalizations, and even death. Jokes on them, that's not true either because the only people receiving any kind of serious health case, hospitalization, or death are the jabbed. And the more they take, the worse they get. This is common sense. And it's right here in this article. And the writer and the person being quoted throughout it cannot figure it out. My God. Let me give you another quick example. This was just told to me uh, just the other day. My mom was telling me that my aunt, who I would love to have on the show and, uh, and discuss the whole church aspect of what's gone on during COVID because she used to work in one during this time. She is unjabbed, by the way. I've mentioned her before. But she said that either the past or, uh, I believe, yeah, it was the past uh, minister of their, of their church, of her former church, is at least four times jabbed along with his wife, and both of them are very sick. And what was their excuse? Or what was their explanation? Well, their explanation was they're so glad that they got them because it could have been worse had they not gotten all four of them. That their COVID could have been worse. I wish I had a nickel for every time I've heard that. I'd have bags of nickels, bags of them. Uh, It continues. It says, Thomas also said previously that people who are vaccinated with the updated booster are 18 times, 18 times less likely to die from the virus and three times less likely to test positive. There's no way he would know that. There's no study that proves that to be the case. He's pulling this out of his backside. There's, that's not true. Additional research is showing, is it? Then reference it. But they can't because it doesn't exist. Additional research is showing the bivalent boosters are also contributing to a decreased risk in hospitalizations, she said. That's not true. 
Early estimates on the effectiveness of bivalent boosters showed the new boosters provided 73% additional protection against COVID-19 hospitalization compared with past monovalent or valent mRNA vaccination only, according to the CDC. Oh, okay. Well, if they say so, then it must be true. The monovalent or valent uh, vaccinations only targeted one strain of the virus. Oh, my God. Oh, rubbing my scalp right now. These, these stories and these fairy tales. The stories and the fairy tales. Ladies and gentlemen, you need, you need the story and the fairy tale to sell it. That's what sells it. The virology lie. The invisible enemy. Hence, the, again, emphasis on the word, I should say, invisible. It doesn't flipping exist. It doesn't exist. It's just poison. But I got it. I got it, Sean, and it was, it was worse than the flu. I got it, and I, I, I even got it when I wasn't injected. That's because you were shed on. You were around a bunch of people who had flu-like symptoms probably from getting the flu shot, which, as far as we know, is what COVID, quote-unquote, was. Again, it's not what COVID stands for. I've been over that. But, man, the lies and the, and the fairy tale here, that's what you need to sell all of this. And, unfortunately, it's working among these people. I just saw, an, I'm going to continue with the article, I promise, but another side note. I saw a, a video the other day of a Walgreens pharmacist. She's got the bug eyes. You've heard me speak on that. The bug eyes, the big wide eyes. And like she's plugged into something and being electrocuted as she's saying it. But she goes, are you pregnant like I am? Then you need to come in and get your, get your COVID shots, including your booster and your flu shot. Because there's no proof that it damages either you or your baby. It's remarkably safe. So come on into Walgreens and make sure to get as many as humanly possible. We'll fill you up to the brim at Walgreens. And then you'll end up face down in the parking lot. She actually, I mean, you know, she said most of that. But you get what I'm saying. It's terrible. Uh, 73% additional protection. Where'd you come up with that number? Did you roll a die? Just roll a die and make that up. Uh, it says, quote, continuing residents, I'm sorry, I'll start over. Getting residents, I can read, of nursing homes vaccinated sometimes lies with the loved ones charged with caring and consenting to those vaccinations if the resident has a diminished capacity and cannot provide consent on their own. See, this is the trick, too, because we know that that's been manipulated over the course of the last few years also, is that the individuals working in the nursing homes will ask the elderly if they want one. And, of course, we know that the nurses are co coercing individuals who cannot possibly speak for themselves and cannot possibly give logical consent to anything. Well, you're going to need this. It's important. And we've all had it and we're fine and blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, they inject the, the, the elderly person. The elderly person dies. 
and then they receive even more money for having an elderly person die, along with, of course, being jabbed with the jab itself. It's just a double payday for murder. These people, I'm telling you what, is God going to forgive them? I mean, they're brainwashed by the devil, but is God going to forgive them? I do not know. It continues. I digress. Quote, Turning to getting residents vaccinated again and take the bivalent booster, which has been a big push for the last four to six weeks, that is a tough sell. In many cases, the decision is being made by people who are not resident and the resident doesn't have the capacity to make the decision, so their family members are deciding whether they want to consent to the vaccines, unquote, Van Runkle said. This Van Runkle person is going to be torn limb from limb. They're going to be torn limb from limb when this is all said and done. It says, since the COVID shots don't get guarantee, don't guarantee an individual won't get COVID. Van Runkle said some family members don't see the value of getting the booster for their loved ones, even though the shots show improved chances of survival and decreased hospitalizations. Again, there's no cognition taking place here. There's no comprehension. They just contradicted themselves again in the same paragraph. How many, how many shots, how many booster shots has this Van Runkle person taken? They must be filled to the brim. Uh, they also said this, quote, There's a lot to overcome there in terms of education, unquote. Okay. So now the people caring for their own parents or own family members are dummies because they don't wear white lab coats and have MD after their name. They're all dummies. The medical industry, ladies and gentlemen, is going to completely collapse. It's collapsing right now, but it will cease to exist. The reason these hospitals are empty are because logical people aren't going there anymore. The only people showing up are the jabbed and the dying from the jabs. It's going to continue to be that case. Oh, wow. It says new variants are also spreading, with the CDC saying the Omicron variant, XBB.1.5, is making up 72% of new cases in the northeast of the United States. Public health says the best way to protect yourself and others and is to stay up to date on vaccinations. Okay, first of all, the person writing this article can't write. Second of all, there's another lie and another complete contradiction based on what even the Van Runkle person has said. It continues, unfortunately, and we're coming to the end, I promise. It says, Thomas said the outbreaks of COVID at local nursing homes are strongly associated with community spread saying that the residents face an increased risk because of their age and other conditions that they may have. See, blame it on, blame it on age and more invisible stuff. They said, quote, Because of that, family, friends, and staff 
need to be up to date on their vaccinations, Thomas said. Staying up to date on vaccinations will will also allow family members and friends to visit their loved ones living living in nursing homes safely. As Thomas said, it is important for seniors to have social activities to keep up their quality of life as well. Quote, and here's the end, we know that the virus is dangerous, but so is social isolation, unquote, Thomas said, period. That's it. It ends with coercion. It, the whole thing is filled with lies, murder, genocide, contradiction, just jello for brains throughout the entire thing. And then remember, if you don't get them and you're unjabbed, you're putting everybody at risk and you're keeping the elderly who are jabbed to the bone from living a completely social life and a normal life as well and keeping up their quality of life. They're dying. They're dying. And it's all because of the shots. And these people are flat out murderers. All of them. They're murderers. I wonder when they were younger in medical school that they thought that they would grow up to be used in the largest genocide of the human race on the face of the planet in the history of time. More people have died from these shots than wars, ladies and gentlemen, if not all wars combined. I mean, the Mongols wiped out lots of people, arguably the world's largest and strongest fighting force, and they took no prisoners. But the point is, is that this is the largest genocide that has ever occurred, without a doubt. I wish more people would would emphasize that point. Uh, So anyway, I almost have to wash my mouth out after reading that. That was disgusting. Please keep in mind that the nursing home genocide is in full force. It is continuing to happen. It's not going away. It's happening as I'm talking to you and as you're listening to this. It's going on. They aren't backing off from the shots. They're doubling down. And again, you can hear it out of, out of the mouths of the very people running these establishments. They actually think they're helping. They actually believe that. That leads me to this. And this right here, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be the doomsday of this entire thing. This is where the entire house of cards is going to collapse. If the FDA recalls these jabs, it's game over. If they recall them, it's game over. That does not mean that the murderers who work in these establishments still won't deal them out. But if in 2023, the FDA recalls these shots, or even the very end of 2023, beginning of 2024, and and they recall the jabs, I'm telling you what, doomsday. All hell's going to break loose. Because everybody who's pushed these jabs has also pushed all of their eggs into the same basket. They've pushed all of their chips into the middle of the poker table. They're all in. They're all in on this whole thing. They have nothing else to stand on. And when all their eggs are crushed and all their chips are gone, what are they going to do? 
This comes from newspunch.com. FDA chief calls for an immediate end to COVID vaccines. Quote, millions are dropping dead. Unquote. From January 15th. Wonder if the people in the nursing homes know this. Wonder if they're reading this article. It says a senior FDA official has called for the immediate halt of COVID-19 vaccinations in America due to the alarming numbers of people suffering severe adverse reactions from the mRNA jabs. Dr. Paul Offit, a member of the U.S. FDA's Vaccine Advisory Committee, has written in the New England Journal of Medicine, calling for an end to the mass vaccination, particularly those at low risk from the virus. I wish they would stop doing that. I wish they would stop discriminating based on age. Everybody should stop taking this. It says in an op-ed titled, quote, Bivalent COVID-19 Vaccines, a Cautionary Tale, unquote, Dr. Offit declares that COVID boosters are, quote, probably best reserved for the people most likely to need protection against serious disease. See, he's still an idiot. This Dr. Offit guy is still a dummy. It says, quote, I believe we should stop trying to prevent all symptomatic infections in healthy young people by boosting them with vaccines containing mRNA from strains that might disappear a few months later, he warns. He's also a professor of uh, vaccinology and a professor of pediatrics at the University of Pennsylvania. Again, I'm not going to read his whole letter, but whatever. The, the point is this. Dr. Offit's a dummy. He doesn't have the full grasp of what's going on. Good for him for writing a letter saying that it shouldn't be given out to young people. But, sweetheart, it shouldn't be given out to anybody ever. Never should have been because it's a biological weapon. It kills everybody who takes it wipes out their immune systems, and now has shortened their lifespan dramatically. Period. That's why it should be recalled. It never should have been approved in the first place. The trials were faulty. Everything was fraudulent about it. I, I, yeah. I don't know what else can consistently be brought up about this other than the entire thing is rife with fraud. But that, ladies and gentlemen, again, is the doomsday kickoff. That's it. All of the people who pushed the jabs, all of the people who took it, are going to be given a giant red pill suppository that they're going to be forced to sit on if these jabs get recalled by the FDA. If that happens, they're not going to have any choice but to examine what they've done to themselves. There will be no escaping it. It will be a headline on every news outlet. Any white hats working in these news outlets will will force it to be the headline. It'll be across every major newspaper. FDA recalls COVID-19 shots. Uh Uh-oh. The people reading those newspapers are going to swallow those newspapers. They're going to panic like nobody's business. That, I think, is what will wake people up to what's going on. Yes, the Twitter files are helping, but only a fraction of people are paying attention to that. Yes, the books help and the documentaries help, and and those are being shared, and that's a great thing. You have to reach every left-wing news outlet, though. 
because that's even where the conservative brainwashed individuals aren't going to have anywhere to escape. Because you can't escape a headline like that. You just can't. So that's not going to help the, I mean, that's going <laughs> to, that's going to bring down the entire establishment. That'll bring down everything. And I think it should, frankly, and I'm all for it. Shifting gears slightly, although keeping in the exact same wavelength of thought, this comes from Steve Kirsch's uh, Substack, and I'm going to read the title and then the summary of this. This, too, again, has to do with the manipulation and the lying that's taking place, in particular among the FAA and the airline industry. It says, quote, the FAA has very quietly and tactically admitted that the EKGs for pilots are no longer normal. We should be concerned, very concerned. It says, after the vaccine rollout, the FAA secretly widened the EKG parameter range for pilots so they wouldn't be grounded. It looks like the vax gave at least 50 million Americans heart damage. Now, before I read the summary to this, I want to bring up this too because this was interesting. I listen to Dr. Dave Janda's radio show on Sundays. I usually do it uh, while I'm biting on a giant stick because his radio show used to be very relevant, and now it's become about as irrelevant as irrelevant gets in my, uh, in my professional opinion. He did, however, I'll, I'll give him this, he did, however, have a former Navy pilot on his show last Sunday. And it was very well done. Again, this guy openly stated on Dave Janda's radio show, you should not be flying on airplanes. He flat out said it. You should not be flying on airplanes. This right here is exactly why, of course. The industry is jabbed from top to bottom, and now they're changing the parameters for the qualifications that would put them behind the yoke of an airplane. Kind of a problem. Lots of different studies in the Steve Kirsch article are referenced. Here's the summary. Quote, it says, I believe the actual rate of heart injury from these vaccines will be found to be well over the 29.7% rate of heart damage in the Thailand study. At a more conservative 20% injury rate, we are looking at 50 million Americans with heart damage caused by the jab. As more studies are done, it's going to be crystal clear why so many people are dying suddenly, especially kids. Stop saying, th stop saying that. Stop saying the kids part. Everybody. Just say everybody. Because it is everybody. It's not one particular age group over another. It's everyone. It continues, he continues, and it says it's also going to explain why nursing homes have lost up to 33% of their residents in 12 months, where before they were losing only 1% or 2% a year. Yeah. He continues, it's going to explain why I was unable to find even a single nursing home where the all-cause mortality dropped after the vaccines rolled out. And it's going to explain why none of the nursing homes wanted to, walk to uh, talk to me about what happened to people after the shots rolled out. 
confidence in the CDC and the medical community should hit rock bottom after it is revealed how extensive the damage caused by these vaccines is. The fact that the Thailand study was published in a peer-reviewed journal that they only did the easy-to-do assessments, which only found a portion of the damage, and the FAA quietly changed their EKG guidance should at least open your mind to the possibility that I might be right. This narrative is going to start falling apart at an accelerated rate. Stay tuned, the best is yet to come, and it's going to be epic. Well, unquote. Uh, the best is yet to come in the sense that we're going to see more people waking up, but that's going to create a personal and interpersonal societal collapse that is going to be astounding. Uh, I'm not even sure that can be calculated. People are going to take their own lives because they've already taken their own lives. Um, people are going to. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what people are going to do when they start to realize what they've done to themselves, what they've done to their own children. Um, it's going to. It's just going to be a perpetual mental decline. And again, that's a huge summary of a thousand things that could take place here. But uh, in my again, in my professional opinion, I think that the way going forward with this is simply that. It has to be plastered on every major newspaper and news outlet across the nation. And every TV scrolling, you know, banner at the bottom and even the nightly news stuff that, that shows up at, you know, 6 p.m. every night. It has to say that the jabs have been recalled, that the FDA has, has recalled the jabs pending further investigation or because of copious amounts of adverse reactions. There are still countless medical people who believe that no one has died from these shots. They actually believe that. I mean, I'm sure they're still saying it. I'm sure they're still saying, well, no one has died from this. If they died, it was because they had COVID or because they had some underlying issue, but it wasn't the shots, and there's no way that that can be proven. Well, isn't that funny? Because there's no way that countless things can't be proven that they are relying on claiming as, as being proof of something, like the COVID test itself, which, as we know, is not a test. It's predetermined and it tests for nothing. But again, people still rely on that too. It's a never ending cycle of madness. It really is. Speaking of madness, it continues here. Uh, let's see. I haven't brought this up, but I'm going to toss this in briefly before I, I, I finish with just a few things regarding, again, the manipulation of, of this information from, from jab companies and how they make their way, of course, into peer-reviewed journals. Because one recently was, was funded by BioNTech, and they're blaming the manufacturing process is as a result of some of these jabs not working. They're not blaming the fact that it's poison. But either way, given the fact that the poison is in the jabs, the poison, of course, as far as these enemies are concerned and the genocidal maniacs are concerned, is they want it, of course, in the meat supply. And they want to make sure that it finds its way 
into dairy products and everything that we eat. So this comes from AmericaFirstReport.com on January 16th. It says the U.S. meat supply may soon be widely contaminated with mRNA proteins from biotech vaccines, quote-unquote. Uh, it says there's soon going to be another reason to either choose vegetarian food options or get your meat from local trusted sources. mRNA vaccines are about to be heavily implemented across the meat industry with cattle, chickens, pigs, goats, and other livestock targeted for regular mRNA injections. My question is what about fish? In particular, farmed fish. Are they going to start just randomly shooting them with this stuff and then I don't know. I, I can't I can't imagine a fish receiving any of this and then and then living beyond five minutes. But it says as we've seen with human beings, mRNA injections can circulate throughout the entire body and end up in the blood and organs, cause the body to produce toxic proteins which cause toxic effects, clog arteries and end up killing and harming people from strokes or heart attacks, and four, alter chromosomes and cause permanent genetic damage or changes rather and damage to the organism. So, we need to we need to continue to keep a close eye on this one. Uh, yeah. Eat the bugs, right? Eat the bugs, eat the bugs. And that's why they're putting the mRNA in, in the meat, because they want to move us toward eating insects? I don't know. These people are just, they're nuts. Uh, here's where it gets a little hinky. Uh, again, well, I'm just going <laughs> to, it doesn't really get hinky. I'm just going to read this quick headline. This is from the Gateway Pundit about a week or so ago. Study finds people wearing masks are meaner, more selfish, and more violent. Shocking. I'm shocked. Said no one ever. Uh, here's one. This is now, again, where it's making its way into peer-reviewed journals. This was from January 5th, recently published. It's titled, uh, I'm sorry, this comes from PubMed Central. Nature Public Health Emergency Collection is the journal, titled Changes in ECG Parameters After BioNTech 162B2 Vaccine in Senior High School Students. I feel like I already read this. Oh, I didn't. That's right. This was the 17%. This is jacked up. It basically uh, states that 17% of high school students who received these shots in this particular study had at least one cardiac symptom after the second vaccination. Not a vaccination, it's a bioweapon. But 17%, 17.1. Here's the abstract. Quote, the purpose of this study is to, de is to determine, rather, the ECG parameter change in the efficacy of ECG screening for cardiac adverse effects after the second dose of the BNT162B2 vaccine in young population. In December of 2021, in cooperation with the school vaccination system of, I think that's Taipei City Government, we performed a ECG screening study during the second dose of the vaccines. Serial comparisons of ECGs, the questionnaire survey were performed before and after vaccine in four male predominant 
senior high schools. Among 7,934 eligible students, 4,928, or 62.8%, were included in the study. The male-female ratio was 4,576 to 352. In total, 763 students, or 17.1, had at least one cardiac symptom after the second vaccine dose, mostly chest pain and palpitations. The depolarization and repolarization parameters, QRS duration and QT interval, decreased significantly after the vaccine with increased heart rate, abnormal ECGs, were obtained in 51 or 1% of the students, of which one was diagnosed with mild myocarditis. There's no such thing as mild myocarditis. It's a death sentence. And another four were judged to have significant arrhythmia. None of the patients needed to be admitted to a hospital, and all of these symptoms improved spontaneously. Bullshit. Says using these five students as a positive outcome, the sensitivity and spe- specificity of this screening method were 100% and 99.1% respectively. I'd love to find out who funded that study. 17%, though, ladies and gentlemen, that's not good. That's a, that's a horrible percentage. Here's the next one. This comes from Daily Clout, titled Report 52. Nine months post-COVID mRNA vaccine rollout, substantial birth rate drops in 13 European countries, England, Wales, Australia, and Taiwan. I'm going to read the bullet points at the beginning of this. This is written by Robert Chandler, MD. It says the following. Uh, He completed an extensive research into, I'm sorry, to write the article below. Some of the highlights of this important piece include the following. It says, quote, nine months following the rollout of the COVID-19 mRNA vaccines, he put vaccines in quotes, substantial birth rate drops were seen in 13 of 19 European countries, England and Wales. It says Australia and Taiwan. The decline in births in Switzerland was the largest in 150 years, more than during the the two world wars, the Great Depression, and the advent of widely available birth control. There was an 8.3% drop in the birth rate in Germany through three quarters of 2022. England and Wales had a 12% birth rate drop through June of 2022, which is when their government stopped publishing data related to this. Taiwan reported an alarming birth rate drop, but its data are, are incomplete. Australian birth rates fell 21% from October to November of 2021, followed by a 63% decrease from November to December of 2021. And then finally, it says on August 25th of 2022, the Swiss Hagman Group published a statement regarding the decline of live births in Europe. Quote, My analysis puts the monthly birth figures in relation to the average of the last three years. In advance, it should be noted that every single examined European country shows a monthly decline in birth rates of up to more than 10% compared to the last three years. 
I can be shown that, or it can be shown that this very alarming signal cannot be explained by infections with COVID-19. However, one can establish a clear temporal correlation to COVID vaccination incidents in the age group of men and women between 18 and 49 years. Therefore, in-depth statistical and medical analysis have to be demanded, unquote. That last point, again, let alone the title of this article, should prove that it needs to be recalled completely. That alone is enough cause for recall. Not again, again, disregarding the entire fraudulent upbringing of this entire thing, but that alone should be enough proof. And here too should be more proof, and I'm going to end with this and then read two final things on more of a funny and yet sad, but and then a positive note also. This is making the rounds too because again, as we know, these are criminal organizations. And Pfizer knows that lots, as do these other vaccine companies like Novavax and, of course, AstraZeneca, Moderna, and J&J, they know that the public is reading these peer-reviewed articles and that these peer-reviewed articles are being accepted by these journals. You've heard me say that's a massive revelation that is going to continue to occur as time goes on. They're trying to get ahead of it, but the snowball is too big now which again exposes this particular article for being fraudulent. This is from the Journal of Pharmaceutical Sciences, and it's titled Characterization of BNT162B2MRNA to Evaluate Risk of Off-Target Antigen Translation. It's a word salad. This was published on January 12th. In summary, what they are saying in this particular research article, I'm using huge finger quotes, is they're saying that it has to do with the manufacturing of the mRNA jabs. That the mRNA wanes in these jabs based on manufacturing problems. So they're going to use this article as justification for why someone is dying. Because they're basically saying that the mRNA does not have a chance to do what it needs to really do. When in fact, what we know is, is that it doesn't matter if there's MRA in these jabs or not, or if the mRNA has waned or not. There's enough poison in these jabs to kill a person to take them the first time. So, cat's out of the bag. Here's the hook, and here's the kicker. This has to do with them at the end of the article declaring their uh, conflicts of interest and they have them. It says the following, Declaration of Competing Interest. Quote, The authors declare the following financial interests, personal relationships, which may be considered as potential competing interests. And then it has all their names. And it says, Are full-time employees and maybe stakeholders of Pfizer Incorporated. There you have it. And then, (laughs) one, two, three, it says three of these people, there were at least six authors, at least three of them are full-time employees and maybe shareholders of BioNTech SE. Weird. 
And then it says funding below that. Guess who funded the study? The study is, was sponsored by Pfizer Incorporated and BioNTech SE. Uh, yeah. Game, set, match, I think, right? Game, set, match. Now I want to end with a story, an anonymous story that was on greatawakening.win that I found myself laughing out loud, and then I found myself kind of getting a little sad, uh, and then it sort of just sort of, yeah, rounds itself out a little bit. Because again, this is happening all over the place. And then I want to read a list of positive things that I'm certain are taking place here. So here's the story. It is titled, Walking the Dog Tonight and Conversation with a Neighbor Didn't End Well. It says, quote, Been a long week for me, stressful at work, pouring down rain all day, and backyard is now a mud pit for the dog after the freeze thaw. Between storms, took her on a walk around the neighborhood to potty and get some exercise. About five houses down, female neighbor is unloading groceries from her car. Stop and chat for a bit, and she's like, quote, Mike hasn't been doing well, been diagnosed with a heart condition and recently developed clots in his leg, unquote. To put into perspective, very active and fit, early 60s and over the summer was rollerblading in the neighborhood. He is always he was always walking, running or jogging and keeping fit. When I first read this, I thought rollerblading? People still rollerblade? That's interesting. I used to own some rollerblades, but that was like, you know, the late 80s early 90s, but either way, okay. A 60-year-old rollerblading seems kind of dangerous, but whatever. They continued. They said, I said, oh no, so sorry to hear that. Any idea what is going on? She said, it must be genetic, but I can't figure out as his parents lived healthy as a horse until age 93 and 96, respectively. Putting two and two together, I asked if she was vaxxed. Quote, oh, we both have been triple vaxxed with boosters, unquote. I just flat out said, quote, well, there is your problem, unquote. She literally dropped, (laughs) this is where it gets great. She literally dropped her grocery bags in the driveway and went on a rage, calling me everything but a white man, quote, how dare you question the science, unquote, And, and incoherent rambling, cursing after that. Mind you, cordial neighbors for years, not friends. Friendly high and wave here and there. When she started cursing me, I felt the anger raging inside of me and said, quote, Look, bitch, you demanded that I have a vax and a shot card to prove just to enter a fucking grocery store or Burger King. You demanded I wear a mask even outside or go to a car wash just to wash my vehicle. It is fair game that your husband's vac status is questioned and what you are doing to yourselves, unquote. She then slammed the car door, picked up her groceries, and promptly told me to go fuck myself and that I am a moron and science denier. First-hand account, 4-6% will never wake up from their dirt nap, unquote. 
you know this has to be happening constantly. It just has to. And if they aren't this brazen with their upfront acknowledgement of what these people have done, and then the people who have, of course, done this to themselves aren't as brazen coming back with their irrational response, uh, then they're just avoiding one another completely. But this is happening, and this is not going to go away. Here's the next one. And again, ending on a positive note here, because this has to be happening, ladies and gentlemen. There are too many things coming out right now, too many things being revealed for this to not be the case. It says, quote, are white hats in control? The media is openly exposing big pharma. Twitter is openly exposing censorship. FBI is being exposed for cover-ups. Stolen elections are now publicly exposed. Political money laundering is now confirmed and exposed. Foreign interference is now exposed. Hollywood pedophilia is now exposed. Education indoctrination is now exposed. Three-letter agencies are exposed as criminal organizations. The media are proven frauds. How much of this was known before 2016? You are a part of something much larger than what we have seen in over 246 years. Hold your head up high and hold the line. It's going to be worth it in ways we cannot fathom at this time. We the people. Unquote. I completely agree. With that said, ladies and gentlemen, I'll catch you on Friday. Take care. Thank you for listening to American Education FM. Make sure and check out AmericanEducationFM.com for more information. Take care and God bless.